Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, January 19th. Praying like pagans. Today's scripture reading is found in Jonah chapter 1, verses 14 and 15 from the Message Translation, which reads, Then they prayed to God, Oh God, don't let us drown because of this man's life, and don't blame us for his death. You are God. Do what you think is best. Then they took Jonah and threw him overboard. Immediately, the sea quieted down. This is God's Word. You know, Jesus warned us about praying like pagans. When you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. So, Apparently, pagans had a reputation when it came to their prayers, a reputation summed up in two words, vain repetitions and much speaking. Okay, that's actually four words, at least in English, but in the Greek of Matthew's Gospel, it's only two. Vain repetitions is our common rendering of the Greek word batologia, which would be much more literally translated stammering speech, with logia being the speech part and bata the stammering part. There's some debate over the origin of bata in batalogia. Some trace it to Batis, the stuttering king of Cyrene. Others point to Batis, an ancient author of tedious and wordy poems who evidently still sold enough copies of his work for his name to become a byword. Well, maybe it was both. Maybe it was neither. Maybe Bata just imitates the sound of the speech Batalagia names. Speech roughly equivalent to our blah, 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 or Seinfeld's yada, 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 or the wah, 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 of Charlie Brown's teacher. All right, actually, wah, 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 is perhaps the best fit from our culture for Batalagia. It's easy to make that wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah sound of Charlie Brown's teacher, Miss Othmar. Although Miss Othmar was technically Linus's teacher, it's just that Charlie Brown frequently showed up in Linus's classroom. Okay, anyway, all you need to make that sound is a trombone and a clean toilet plunger, perhaps aided by a pixie mute. All you need to add is air. No articulation required or thought. Yeah, Batalogia, wah-wah, wah-wah-wah, wah-wah-wah, wah-wah-wah-wah-wah. Now, multiply this exponentially, and you'll end up with wah-wah, wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-w
are not unique to pagan praying, but are regularly found wherever humans are speaking, especially the more religious ones or the more educated ones. Just look behind every lectern and pulpit. Relax. I regard myself as being somewhat both educated and religious, and I spent plenty of time behind both pulpits and lecterns, and thus am rather accomplished in the art of both botologia and polologia. Can't you tell by reading these devotions? But here's the thing. That's not how these pagans were praying on Jonah's ship. Once again, stereotype broken. The more we actually pay attention in life, the more we'll see this happen, this breaking of stereotypes, if we'll just pay attention. And these pagan sea salts do it handily and heartily. Nineteen words in the Hebrew text of a prayer addressed not to God in general, but to Yahweh. That's right, pagan sea salts utter the divine name twice, and we're not even talking about taking it in vain. Another stereotype broken. Far from it. Outsider pagan sea salts call out the divine name twice in a 19-word passionate and articulate prayer that is anything but a wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah moment. No batologia here, no polologia either. Please, Yahweh, please, don't let us perish because of this soul. Don't let us be stained with guilt from this blood. You are Yahweh, and your will be done. Oh yes, God does hear sinners, doesn't he? What's amazing is that Jonah doesn't immediately change his own course, converting on the spot, giving up his futile running, embracing this circle of pagan sea salts as his new congregation, and announce that there is another way, and it's called radically changing course from Tarshish back to Nineveh. Because if this is happening here, on the deck of this pagan boat, just imagine the possibilities in that pagan capital of the world called Nineveh. I've gotten this all wrong, boys. Yahweh, I've been a fool running away aimlessly from what is impossible ultimately to flee. You! I'm ready now. Take me back and let this pagan boat convey me to that pagan city with your blessing, because I can't wait to see what you're going to do next. Uh. But as Steve Martin would say in that old SNL character of the medieval barber, nah. And to his fate and doom, he consigns himself instead, ultimately making way for an alternative means of divine transport back to that from which he cannot flee. Lord, may we be less like Jonah and more like those praying pagans. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, how much does my prayer and interaction with the divine sound like the wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah of Charlie Brown's teacher? And how much does it resemble the earnest prayer of those pagan sailors? What prayer would you earnestly make to the God who made both the sea and dry land right now? Lord, forgive me for my own wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah tendencies in prayer, in worship, in life. Enough 
batter speech, enough multiplied air. Let me be more like those praying pagans in the midst of their storm. Let me call out your name, but not in vain. Let me pray and worship and live earnestly, sincerely, passionately, as you guard this pilgrim's bark aright. Through your mercies. <laughs>